This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, good morning. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. I'm so glad you're here with us today. It means you either stumbled upon the show on accident, and I urge you to stay. Give us a segment. Try it out. Or you're like, you know what? That Emilio guy I listened before, or I listened to Matt Bates with Moving Mortgage or somebody else on the show, and I learned a lot of good stuff. Uh, and uh, I am really cool during Sunday dinner because I know more about real estate than anyone else at the table. Maybe that happened or, you know, or maybe you just like to listen to the radio as background noise. Whatever it may be, we welcome you back to the Spirito Team Real Estate Show, your show for learning how to leverage the American dream and, uh, and, and kicking butt and taking names in the real estate market, whatever it is you choose or choose not to do with it. So thank you for joining us. And by the way, you can check out all of our segments. We videotape them. We video record. I'm showing my age videotape. We video record them and we put them on all social media platforms, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook. Let's link up on social media. Go ahead and give us a like at facebook.com backslash Despirito team. You can also listen to our podcasts on SoundCloud and iHeartRadio. So in the studio with us, well, actually I should say we are remote but calling in from his office, and I'm calling in from my office, we've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Matt Bates is one of the top loan originators here in Southern New England, um, and uh, it's just a wealth of knowledge. Matt, thanks for joining us today, sir. Thank you for having me, and I cannot wait to get back in the studio. I miss that place. Dude, I, Mike. <laughs> I miss it too, but you know what? Let me tell you something. As somebody... Look, I'm I'm 35. Okay, you're how old are you? Uh, 31. 31. Okay, so you, all right, you and I, while we are millennials and baby boomers, don't turn this off. Hold on, while we are millennials, like I grew up like with Gen X, right? Like, and I grew up with baby boomers, right? And I I like the face to face. I like the handshake. I like the interpersonal relationships. I don't like all this virtual. I think it's cool, but I'm over it. I want to get in the studio. I want to see Jack's handsome face. Jack is our producer. I want to see your handsome face. I want to slap high fives. And, you know, there's something to say about the energy in a room when you're there with other people equally as energetic as you. But you know what? We're going to do our darndest to bring that same energy through the speakers for our listeners today. And Matt, you know, a lot of a lot of craziness has happened uh, with with COVID. But let me tell you something. You have had, I've I've heard. I forget who it was. If it was the National Real Estate Post or if it was Inman, but they said that mortgage applications have been the highest ever. Meaning more people have been pre-approved for mortgages than ever before, which is crazy. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I had some busy boy. Yeah, why are you laughing over there, guy? I can see <laughs> I, your mug. Well, I'm not, I'm not laughing. I'm just happy. <laughs> you look happy. Yeah, well, no, no crap. You're happy. You're pulling in more mortgages <laughs> than ever. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so for our listeners, right. If you're like, you know what, 
I, I want to see if I can get qualified or what I'd get qualified for or how much I can get from my home and put down on my next home or this or that. Listen, if you checked in six months ago, a year ago, whatever it was, that has changed. The prices on homes right now are redonkulous. They're crazy. They are so freaking high, but the mortgage rates are so low where you can actually buy so much more and your monthly payment is literally probably the same as it was. Give us a call and we'll walk you through it. 401-217-2333, 401-217-2333. And if uh, you want to fill out a mortgage application, you can do it right online if you'd like, rimortgageguy.com, rimortgageguy.com. Matt, one of the other things I wanted to pick your brain about, sir, was the mortgage forbearance. Yes. What is the deal with that mortgage forbearance? You know, it, it, it's crazy because, again, the mortgage business and real estate and uh, pretty much everybody, nobody's really experienced a COVID pandemic that shut down the whole world. Like, <laughs> let's be honest, like nobody, there's not, that's never really happened. Not in our lifetime, not in our century. Um, you know, there's been situations like it, but not in modern day. So uh, the mortgage business was affected by that because mm -hmm. uh, everybody was forced to stay home. A lot of people lost their jobs. So, you know, we wanted to, a lot of mortgage companies, every mortgage company for that matter, um, wanted to give some sort of help and relief to homeowners through a word that they call forbearance, which means that they, they uh, it's okay not to make your mortgage payment with the bank and they will place your mortgage in forbearance and they tack on the payments at some point. Now, different lenders had different uh, scenarios going on. Some of them tacked it on at the end. Some of them uh, went through, like, say, if it was a forbearance of three months. After those three months, they were they paid, they were owed all three, which didn't really make sense. But not any nobody was really had any sort of clear direction about how to best handle the situation because it was happened it happened so fast. I mean, we mm -hmm. went from, you know the beginning of 2020 in January, February, March. I was in Cabo, and the next thing you know, shut down. I come home and shut we shut down for two months. And there was no like, there was no rule book. There was no instruction video on what to do. So, so mortgage companies are coming up with these forbearance and deferment terms and conditions and, and, and customers were really taking advantage of them without any really clear indication of, you know, what, what, what it meant. And it, it took a little bit to do a full understanding. So I just had a client yesterday who wanted to get, uh, uh, apply for a refinance and on this credit report said forbearance for the current mortgage payment. And that was a kind of a, you know, a talking point to see like what happened here, what was the deal and how is it going to affect the application going forward. And uh, uh, fortunately for him, he was, he went into forbearance, understood that he was going to have to make the payments at the end of the forbearance term, whether it was two or three months, and he was going to owe that money. So instead yeah. of following through with the forbearance, he went through for like a month and then he just paid it all and he started making his payments on time. So because of that, and because he's paid, he's paid all his payments up to date, even though that word forbearance is on his credit report, we're going to be able to get past that and continue on with the mortgage without penalty. Um, and, and, you know, and that's, that's something that everybody that, that was uh, inquiring about doing something like that should be aware that you, just because you do it doesn't mean that you can't get a mortgage. Mm -hmm. You just have to be able to square up the balance that's owed with them and, and go from there. Now, a lot of people have got it, 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 was able to continue working because of the PPP loan. So 
you know, that took a minute for uh, their employers to kick in to get their loan so they could continue paying their employees. Yep. Now they're back to work, getting paid their normal money and through that PPP loan. And now they're making money that they can use to pay their mortgage. Also, some other people got relief from uh, the government as far as their check is concerned, you know, that they get sent out for the household check. So although that wasn't as much as probably people hope it was, it was still something to keep going on. And so hopefully they're able to use that wisely. Just know that if you're, you did do forbearance, it doesn't mean that you don't owe that money. Like you do have to owe the money. But if you what, get all caught up on it, you can continue on without any sort of delay. Yeah. Go ahead. I can see you have a question. Well, I do. So basically when I'm listening to you, right, and I'm sure like some of our, our, our listeners, because I feel like, I feel like, you know, we, we think a lot, the listeners that I meet, like kind of think a lot alike, like, you know, and I just is what it is. You attract a lot of similar, right, people, right? So the banks are not Robin Hood. They never have been. And if I was listening to, and, and I like your spin on it, right? Because obviously you, you work with the banks, right? And I'm not like, but I'm saying the, if I was to listen to it, you were like, the banks wanted to help out in this and that. First off, the banks helped themselves first, right? Obviously, that's okay. We're in a capitalist country. Guys, it's okay that corporations look out for themselves. If you disagree, then go live in a country where there, you know, where it's you don't have that and uh and 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 enjoy the thrive over there. You won't. So, anyways, so Matt, with that said, dude, I feel that the banks made a smart move. I feel this was a power move, and I feel that it was they had to do it. They didn't want to do the forbearance, right? Because it sucked and the mortgage servicers didn't want to do the forbearance because it really messes them up, as we discussed in previous segments. But ultimately, I appreciate your take on it. And I like that you're, you're behind your industry. And, and I appreciate that, right? Because I'm behind my industry. But I feel like banks made a very smart chess move and they did this. And because of this, they are really stopping the large amount of foreclosures that would be hitting their books. And I think a, a, a few a, a few thousand here and there to them that they're going to get back anyways over time because they leverage money over time. They'll probably make a little bit more, right? Yeah. Eventually, right? I thought I thought was just a smart play by the banks, and yes, it did help the consumers out. So it was a win-win, positive thing that banks have done. But I don't think it was so much consumer focused, and you may disagree with that. I think it was. Oh, I, 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 appreciate that. I appreciate that point of view. I, 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 I agree. I agree. But if it's inward focused for corporations, which they must be profitable, think about all the people that work at these corporations. I don't think it's a bad thing. You need to look out for your staff. You need to look out for your profits. You need to look out for your stock, your, your, your stock investors. You need to look out for all of that when you're running a company. And that, while so many people coin that as evil, which again is stupid, I don't think they understand how money works and how our economy works. And I'm not claiming I, I do. I'm learning every day, man. This is why I have a show. I like to learn, but. They, uh, they also, they also uh, like you can't, you can't let the bank, if you don't pay the mortgage, the loan back to the bank, and the bank can't continue to keep their loan, their doors open because nobody's paying back the loans that they lent out. 
Now, once you get past this short short term pandemic, which has only been a couple of months, and we should be back to you know normal soon. Yeah. Then then you're gonna do long term damage to the bank that you need to continue to borrow money from. Yeah. So you know we have to be financially responsible and 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 see the short term through to continue on what we how we normally do it. So. You're right. Like this was something to, that looked out, you know, looked out for us to help get through the short term things. So that way people can continue on borrowing money and not have any issues. And um, uh, it, it's been it's been nuts because I've been I've had a crash crash course in forbearance and de- deferment since uh, this all happened because it wasn't a super popular term when we were you know before oh. COVID. It's all new, man. And you guys, you guys didn't have it easy. Uh, you know, n- none of us did, but the way, the way that you handled it, I thought it was pretty great. And I appreciate the content that, that you're throwing out there. You know, earlier on today, when I was driving into work, Matt, I was like, you know, I was driving down the road and I was looking and I was like, oh, you know, with signs, like not real estate for sale signs. Like, oh, look, this guy has a corner lot. His friend probably owns it. He's got a sign out there as an advertisement hire me to sell your home like i'm driving by i'm like i would never hire that agent to sell my home and not because of who that agent is the agent's a great guy but me advertisements are a ton of bs right we are bombarded as consumers between four to ten thousand advertisements a day a day think about that's millions a year right so why am i going to hire you know John Smith off the sign on the corner of the road when I'm driving by and I'm seeing, you know, seven Remax signs in a row in my neighborhood, or when I'm seeing home smart signs everywhere, more importantly, a specific agent on those signs. Why am I going to hire the guy with no properties in the area with the sign? That's noise. So I know the consumers want to learn before you can earn. And that's why we do what we do, man. And, and I, I value that in you and everyone else that comes on this show. And I have people ask me all the time, Emilio, how much business you get off the radio show? Matt, do people ask you that? Yeah, they do. And I'm like, I don't know. You know why? Because I meet so many people all the time that, yeah, say, yeah, I listen to it. Or people, yes, call off of it. But we are, we want to teach so we can learn. That's why I started it in 2015, right? I wanted to learn, dude. I wanted to be the best at our craft, right? And, and, and it's happening, okay? And I'm not like tooting my own horn. The numbers show that our team is climbing, not in only local, but national ranks. But dude, we want people to learn before we can earn because people want content. They don't want advertisements. Advertisements are BS. And I'm sorry, guys, you gotta hear our advertisements in between commercials. It's part of what we get here. But what, what were you gonna say, Matt? No, you're absolutely right. It's education and preparation before you can make a move. Uh, the buying a house and selling a house and uh, real estate in general is such an expensive and and big big deal, whether you're buying or selling. And um, you really need to know about the ins and outs of it as much as you can before you make your decision on which direction you want to go in as far as what buyer's offer you want to accept, uh, what property you want to buy, what house you want to flip, what investment property you want to own for ROI. I mean, you got to know all about this stuff in order to make a confident decision 
if not, then you're going to have a really nervous and unconfident, and it, it, there's more opportunity for failure, which is such a, you know, a heart-wrenching thing to see happen when, you know, you get to see somebody that, you know, made a bad real estate move because they weren't properly educated about a certain thing or didn't take the time to learn or talk to the right professionals about it, you know. Um, you kind of, I feel really bad when, I wish hindsight 2020 that, you know, you and I got involved with them before they made that decision because we would have prevented them from not doing it and taught them why at the same time. But a lot of times you live and you learn and, and you, you, you know, you move on and you grow from that. So um, we're here to help, you know, guide people in the right direction so they're not making brutal mistakes about it. And so you're right, Matt, like with so much money on, on the line, and by the way, we got to wrap up our producers say we need a commercial break. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Jack, you're the man. Hold on one second. But, but Matt, like I, I, I totally, I totally agree with that. And when you're selling and buying real estate, that's where I see people get smashed the most, right? If they, if they have the wrong person, you know, they're, they're selling the house probably at a lower, um, you know, a lower price than somebody maybe with more experience in that area or with that type of market or that type of home. And then when they're going to buy, they could be losing out to multiple bids or they could be overpaying for the prop, the property. So, I mean, you're losing on this side, losing on that side. It's just, why set yourself up for that? So vet your real estate agents go with or when you're buying a car or buying insurance or whatever it is vet those people google is a fantastic resource but for that by the way google reviews uh google the heck out of everybody what are they doing to teach what are they doing to learn themselves what what is their craft what is their niche what are they They're all great questions that you can ask where do you rank on mls if you're a realtor are you in the top 10 or are you in the top 2000 3000 like are you number 3000 if you are, you probably sell five houses a year. Do I want to work with you or do I want to work with somebody that sells 30 houses or 500 houses or what do I want? You know, go through all that. Realtors can give you all that information. There are some fantastic agents in this state. There really are. And there's some, you know, but, but whatever. So I'm getting on a tangent here. Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. If you guys want to get a hold of him, you can again go to rimortgageguy.com or you can go ahead and give us a call 401 2 one seven twenty three thirty three again four oh one two one seven twenty three thirty three we got to cut to commercial break our producer is literally uh ready to smack me i know but uh all right stay tuned matt thanks for being here with us yeah you got it you got it, got it. thank you thank you stay tuned we're going to be right back here with peter george public speaking coach he always has so many fascinating things to uh to teach us stay tuned we're going to be right back here on the Despirito team real estate show news radio 921047 fm and streaming on iHeartRadio WHJJ be right back now back to the Despirito team real estate show on news radio 920 and 1047 fm also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio Hey, thanks for joining us. I'm Emilio Desperado, and this is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. And if you're listening on the radio, you can't see our faces. And I would suggest you should go to facebook.com backslash Desperado Team if you want to put a face to these voices. And if you want to see exclusive content and learn all about real estate, facebook.com backslash Desperado Team. Make sure to give us a like. 
So on the line with us, we've got two very special guys. We've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage co-hosting. He's going to be kind of silent, working and listening in the background. Taking notes. Taking notes. And, uh, and then we've got Peter George with Peter George Public Speaking. And, uh, you know, Peter is just such a solid guy. I learned so much. And everything we do in life is a presentation, okay? And I feel like there's just so much we can share with you, our listeners, because when you're making real estate deals, you may be making them over Zoom calls now, right? You may be working with people over Zoom. So how can you be more professional on a Zoom call? Uh, Peter has seven tips to share with us. Peter, what's up, brother? How are you, man? I'm doing great, Emilio. How are you? I'm fantastic. I can't. Hey, keep... Matt. Hey, Peter. Looking sharp, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we're here, man, and we are. Uh, we're alive, and things are well. So, so, man, seven tips. Um, why don't you lay it on us, brother? Seven tips to be more professional in Zoom meetings. And by the way, we are in a Zoom call right now. I hope we're doing well. I, I like critiques. I want to hear it all. So, go ahead, brother. All right, so it, when we first got on Zoom, everybody thought it was a breach. Everybody thought this was going to go away in the matter of, I don't know, two weeks. We didn't realize it was here to stay. And mm -hmm. it is. And it's here to stay right now because of the ongoing situation. But it'll be here to stay because we've become used to it. And companies will find the reason or have the reasons to go on forward with it. Here's the thing about it, though. Most of us aren't using it well. When we thought it was a bridge, we cut each other a ton of slack. Yeah. You, know, you show up in a t-shirt, you show up with the dogs running by, the cat walking over your computer, whatever it was. We were like, all right, not a big deal. Things have changed rather quickly. Now everybody's expected to be as professional at, on Zoom as they would be in person. Here are some tips to help you to get that way. Number one, be lit. And looking at you guys, you guys are well lit. We can see you. But think of all the people who show up and look like they're in the witness protection program. Yes. They have the light behind them. You can barely see their face. <laughs> I don't know how they don't see themselves on screen and go, oh, I have to fix that. Or they have a, a window where the sun's just beaming in right in front of them. And they're whited out and you, you can barely see them. Understand that you have to be lit well. People are looking at you and judging you that way. If you make it difficult for them to look at you, they are going to disengage and lose interest in what you're saying. So be lit well. I don't care if it's a soft lit window with the blinds in front of it so it cuts down on the amount of light, a desk lamp in front of you. You can do the ring lights that a lot of people are buying now for video, whatever. Just be lit well. The second thing is, once we can see you, make eye contact. And here's the problem with being on a virtual platform. Most of us look at each other, which means we look at the screen. Yes. If I, I look at the screen, yeah. it's, it's natural to want to look at the other person. You, if you're speaking or someone's speaking directly to you, just like we would make eye contact in person, we have to do that in the virtual platform. Many of us will look down at the person on the screen, which means our eyes are now diverted downward as far as they're concerned, because the camera is above that. You've got to look at the camera, not at the screen. I hate that. I hate it. And it, you're, you're right. 
you're right but you know why i hate that because i can't see you so they need to make a camera right in the middle of my screen so i can see whoever they who, hey, look that's a multi-billion dollar idea if you want to use that guys go ahead just send me a free laptop or whatever with that i want to see the people and, and i hear you and i know they want to see my eyes too because this looks way better me looking at the camera but man, right it's hard so you, well you can see me now and i'm making eye contact with you i can't see you because i'm looking at the camera i don't disagree with you I okay agree look with you. look at me okay and i'm looking at the, the camera this is me looking at you why are you looking down at me bro yeah, yeah. right let's see so you think i'm like look when the person who's your talk, when you're talking look at the camera and the listeners can look at the screen and then right when it when, unless someone's talking directly to you yeah when you're talking you got to look at the camera but then right. when peter's talking i look at him to see what's going yeah, on yeah you can relax when you're not in the conversation so part of what I love about uh, 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 about you know Zoom is that it's nice and easy. But the part that I hate is that while I'm looking at the camera, I can't see how bored or you know um, or or enthusiastic my listeners are. You right. Know, well, I remember guess. we always divert our eyes when we're talking to someone. We don't stare at them. So don't stare at the camera either. When you divert your eyes just to see see how everybody else is reacting, then back up at the camera. It takes practice. It's it's not uh, something you're going to do by instinct, but you've got to learn to do it because it just looks odd the other way. You, oh my God! So thank you. I'm I'm literally I'm I promise you I'm going to use that. Attaboy. Thank you. Right. What, Another one is. Three. Excuse me. I'll say, give us number three. Serve it up, Peter. Okay. <laughs> A lot of people are relying on their computer's microphone. Yeah. And I highly suggest that you don't. A computer's microphone on a scale of one to 10 is about a two. If you've got a newer computer that where they're trying to gear up their, their laptops for video conferencing, then it might have what they're calling a tremendous microphone. And that's probably a four. Mm -hmm. Use another external microphone, use something else other than the computer for the sound. Mm -hmm. It can be a boom headset. It can be, I wear my wireless AirPods to do it. It can be even the AirPods that come with a phone. Connect that to your computer and use that. However you wanna do it, use an external microphone. Of course, the better the microphone, the better you sound, the better you'll be perceived by others, more professional. I agree. Number the next one. Get used to muting and unmuting yourself. How many times have you seen people start talking where they're muted and they continue to talk and talk and talk and everybody's going, you're muted, you're muted, unmute and the like. When we get nervous about speaking and we're concentrating on what we're going to say, we'll forget to unmute ourselves. You just got to get in that habit and, and then mute yourself when you're done. Oh yeah. Definitely mute yourself when you're done speaking and someone else's turn to talk. You're, you're in a BNI group and I am too. And I love my BNI group. We have some fantastic people. Matt is in my BNI group, right? But so our BNI group city biz fantastic, but there are some times where we have guests on and they forget to mute themselves and they're in there totally not paying attention to the meeting 
talking to people in their office, taking phone calls. And we're like, the, the whole meeting shuts down. There's 50 people, professionals sitting by, and it is just such a waste of everyone's time. And, and I look at it and, and it shows whose screen is lit up. And you're like, you know, I, I don't, I don't think I would do business with that person. Like that's the impression that that leaves. And exactly. And it might be a false impression. They may be tremendous at what they do. They might be very professional and it might be just an occasion where they forgot to mute themselves. Because again, we've got to keep this top of mind. It is a new platform or a new way to converse for us. With that said, the facilitator can always mute that person. Yeah, and they eventually do, but 20 seconds goes by before it happens. You have 50 <laughs> people looking at you. And you know what? First impressions are absolutely everything. And they when definitely I, are. When, and, and in a virtual world, that's one I would throw in there. First impressions, and you probably already have that in there, but that's what I would do because that is rude. And if you were standing in front of somebody and you just started taking calls or talking or whatever, that stuff kills me. I hate it. Hate it. I've got to admit, I've been there. Mm -hmm. so I was I was doing on a on a phone call conference. I was doing something, forgot to mute myself again, and all of a sudden someone came on and said, "Whoever's doing?" And I was actually at my mother-in-law's washing the dishes. No. Whoever's washing the dishes, can you mute yourself? Uh, and I almost died. You know, I, I it's like, oh my god, uh, it, it happens. It's when we do it over and over and over again that it starts to really affect our professional uh, appearance. You know, you know, I think something like that, and I understand mistakes happen, but I, I'm not giving you slack for it because, <laughs> because look, it's like when you email people and you forget to CC everyone, not you, but when they're, yeah. you're like, you have like, I have a team, right? So my team, I include on emails. And when people don't hit reply all, it's the same basic Thing and you keep telling them, please hit reply all. You put it in your email and they don't hit reply all. Or well, just the opposite. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. continue to reply all. And they yes. Do. And these are basic <laughs> it's, things. It's technology. That... And some of us are better at technology than others. It's One of the things good. people don't know about Zoom yep. is that if you're muted and you just want to answer quickly, like yes, or I'm in or whatever it might be, even a 10 second reply, just hit the space bar, hold the space bar down while you're speaking and you're unmuted. Wow. As soon as you let go of the space bar, you're muted again. Awesome. Love it. We've got literally one minute left. I, I hate to say it. What do we got? What? Three more things. I'm going to shut my mouth. Nope. Run. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Be aware of what's behind you. We've all seen it on YouTube. We've seen it in the news where people are walking behind other people as they're getting out of the shower, as there's something else going on. Be aware of what's behind you. If it's your office, great, but you probably don't want it real messy. If it's the dirty dishes in the sink, not so good. Understand what other people are seeing. It makes a difference. Mm -hmm. And those are the those are the top ones. I know we're short on time, so those are the top ones. Keep it in mind. Keep yourself lit. Get used to muting and unmuting yourself. And oh, the other one last thing. Get it. Don't either be like this where your head's taking up the whole screen, or way back here where you're taking up just an eh of the screen. Think of it as if you're on the news, where you want a bus shot. Your head, your shoulders, and the, just the top of your chest and have your camera at eye level. If you do that, you're good. 
And wear pants because sometimes you get caught no pants on. It's not good. And, and wear pants. Confess, <laughs> most of the time, I'm in a jacket and shirt and button-down shirt and short yeah. socks. Yeah. Wear nice socks. Wear nice socks. Yeah. Oh, and wear pants. <laughs> I gotta wear pants. Uh, Dave DeCamp with Double D Locks and Security. I love him. He goes one meeting. He goes. I want everyone to stand up. And there was like four or five people in our BNI group that were just like mortified. They're like, no, cameras shut off. It went dark. But so many people stood up and we saw shorts. We saw boxers. We, we saw all sorts of things. I'm in, sh I'm in shorts, deck shoes. Yeah. Right now. That's with, okay. With a button down shirt and a jacket on. I, I will come off and a t-shirt will go on. I, I, I like that. That's a nice outfit that you're rocking right there. It's professional. It's more summertime, but super, super, super professional. It's laid back, but, but respectful. I like that. I like Thank that. You. Polo shirts too, Matt, I think are really nice in New England. It's, it's you know, and yeah. a professional dress is something I definitely want to speak about in an image. And I think we've touched upon that before about you know what people see and how they you know and that, that transfers to all the other senses too but um you know peter george um with peter george public speaking uh fantastic fantastic coach thank you so much again peter george public speaking.com check it out let them know you heard it here we got to cut to a commercial break um give us a call if we can also connect you with them if you like the phone 401-217-2333 peter matt Thank you both. You guys rock. Thanks for having me. Thank You're you. I learned a lot. Yeah. Always. Take care, guys. Love it. Thank you, bud. Take care. Bye-bye. And I am bringing that intro here in three, two, one. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, thank you for joining our show and our podcast today. I'm Emilio Despirito. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. You know, real estate is just such a passion of mine, and so isn't business, and making sure that our listeners really have the best connections here in Rhode Island, Southern New England, or really anywhere in the world when it comes to various things that are going to help you become a better real estate investor, a better speaker, a better presenter, better at your craft. So we bring in like-minded business people like Patricia Raskin with Raskin Resources, who has you know, such a wealth of knowledge in different areas that are going to help you and your professional endeavors. And on the line with us, we've got Patricia Raskin from Raskin Resources. And she has been, let me tell you something, she has hosted radio shows for over 30 years. She now teaches people how to run podcasts. She does an amazing job. And I want you to go to facebook.com backslash Despirito team because she's prepared a wonderful presentation for you, which is going to be on the screen. You're doing yourself, uh, not doing yourself a favor by not seeing it. So make sure to check the video out there. And without further ado, Patricia, welcome back to the Despirito team real estate show. Yeah, thank you so much. It's always You're great to be with you, Amelia. It's so much fun. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with people a little bit about podcasts. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't have a business, just think about your children and great grandchildren and relatives and how you might want to leave a legacy for them. So I'm going to go through these really quickly, like just like a pictorial. 
Yeah. So sure. this is a little bit about me. Emilio already gave you all that, all the hype in the backstory about the different things I've done. And I've co-hosted with him too, which has been a pleasure. So in, in the 30s and 40s, we had the golden age of radio. And now we have the golden age of podcasts. And CBS Sunday News, News in 2019 in January talked about 200,000 podcasts were produced then. And they thought that it would double in 2020. But actually, it ha- it's more than doubled. It, we now reach over 100 million Americans every month. And mm-hmm. so it's becoming larger and larger. 75% of Americans, 12 plus, are listening to podcasts. This is up 70% from 2019. Wow. Huh? And yeah. 30, 37% listen monthly. So when you have a podcast too, um, Emilio, and it's just, it's, it's amazing. What's a podcast? It's really an electronic radio show. It's just pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. So you can listen on demand when you're in the shower, when you're walking. So there it is. Okay, what kind of format? Well, it's like the wild, wild west. You can do anything. And that's what's creative about doing this. And you have that too, Emilio. You can do a 20-minute. You can do a 10-minute. You can do an hour. It can be scripted. You can have a guest. It, it really, um, it's up to you. It's not like broadcast radio that I was on for many years on WPRO, where you have to have it very, um, you know, very regimented, if you will. Mm-hmm. Okay, why do we tune in to learn new things? And we have our smartphones and wireless earbuds. Okay, and these are all the platforms that we can be on. You can hear us on iTunes and you, you talk about it. You can hear you on iHeartRadio and many of these others. Mm-hmm. Okay, why should you have your own podcast? Well, I'm speaking to the choir with you, Emilio, but okay, it's a low barrier to entry, particularly if you do it yourself, and it can be a low cost. It's easy to access. Look at all the ways that you can hear it. Okay, people, and this I think mostly speaks for Emilio's show. People get to know, like, and trust you, Emilio, because you make that deeper connection with the audience. And it's like they, you know, you really you share with them like a friend. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Okay. It drives traffic to your website, which you can attest to. It adds to your toolkit. You just don't have a podcast. You have a website. You have product sales. You do social media. You, I'm sure you have blogs, all of that. Okay. It expands your network. Look at all the people you've met, Emilio, since doing the show from all over the country. That's yep. what this does. I'm using you as an example because you know what this is. Okay. But also you can have creative freedom. And Emilio, you have that. You decide on your timing and your content and your pacing. Should I have a guest today? Should I just tell my own story? Did I have a great real estate story? Should I share that? So again, it gives you that freedom. Nobody's telling you, well, Emilio, here's what you have to talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, income potential. Podcasts, in the beginning, you're really doing it for the no like, and trust factor. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you can certainly build income. But like in Emilio's case, where he has a real estate business, He's going to get clients through this. But if you, if you want to get clients just for your show, you, it's going to take time. And affiliations, crowdfunding, and building up your audience. Numbers count. All right, so how do you build your audience? Content is king. You have to find a hook. Now, the hook, um, in Emilio's case, is he talks not just about real estate, but anything that affects your purchase of a house, any lifestyle issue. And that's really a hook. Okay, what's unique about him? Well, his personality, he's fun. There's a whole different thing about you listen to him because of his particular style. There are a lot of other people that have shows on real estate, but he has his own particular style. I'm using you as an example, Emilio, on purpose so people can, can see this. Yeah, and plus it's fun. thank you. Plus it's fun. Okay, <laughs> target your market. Now, Emilio's a great example of that, right? He is, is going to target to people that want to hear him. Right. If somebody's not going to, if somebody isn't interested in real estate at all, I'm not sure that's his client. 
if, if they're just never going to be in the market. So he's going to find those. And there are millions of people who are in the market, as you know. Mm -hmm. right. Next, communication, very important. And th there are different theories around this, but one is that body language is 55%. Word and tones are 38% and words are 7%. So if I don't see you, Emilio, I only have your voice and tone and words. So you have to make it up with inflection and tone and how you speak and, and your pacing and your interesting guests. If I can see you, now I have the other half of my communication. Mm -hmm. Tell story, story, story. You do that all the time. You get stories from your guests. You tell stories about things that have happened with you. That's what makes it interesting. And bring on guest experts, which you do. Okay. Now, this is all well and good. But Emilio, if you just took this show and then said, okay, bye, and went home and sat on a chair, nothing would happen. You have to promote your show. And this is something that he does that you have to do if you want a podcast. You have to promote it online through all of these social media platforms, do video demos, which Emilio's done for a long time, give presentations, talk to people, do webinars, and find that client that wants what you want to give them. If you do that, you don't have to sell. You create a win-win. All right. Now, if you want to do this yourself, <laughs> good. I I'm glad you're I love this. This is good stuff, Patricia. You're nailing it. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> good. All right. Now, this is this is for the do-it-yourselfers. Emilio, you're not a do-it-yourselfer. I'm not either. We're too busy. We're too, you're too busy selling real estate to sit here and, to and technically do your own show. You have people help you, which is, yeah. you know, what I do. So if you want to, there's a, a man by the name of John Lee Dumas, and he has a book called The Ultimate Guide to Podcasting. So if you want to do this all by yourself, you can read that book. You can come to people like me who will help you, but certainly you can do it yourself. You can go to, this is brand new with Google Podcast Managers. It's a new service, so you can analyze your data on your show. You may want to use this too. This is wow, what is it? Yeah, it's Google Podcast Manager, and it's a new service. It allows podcasters to analyze their data and distribute their shows. Google Podcast Manager. All right? Thank you. You're welcome. If you wanted to do your own show, now... You know, again, Emilio's using iHeartRadio and he's using um, other platforms, but you could go to Anchor and they will create it, distribute it and help you with it. So that's another good one. Yes. Um, that's one. If you want to do it by yourself, you can also sell it by the, by the, um, I was going to say by the pound, <laughs> by the show. <laughs> so what you would do by the show is you would go to Breaker Upstream and they set up a whole pricing schedule. So you may want to charge a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, and that's up to you. Okay, this is me. You can go here to my podcast productions. This is my brand new, I have two brand new websites, producepodcast.com, or I show you what I do. Or if you already have one and you want to improve it, improvemypodcast.com. These are all of my resources. And let me just share with you what I do in producepodcast.com is I actually help you come up with content, title, we rehearse, we come up with everything that will make this into a great product and then we record it usually on zoom so that you can also do the video if you want and you can have the video when we upload it on on uh youtube mm -hmm. i do have people who help me so i'll take it after we record it i'll send it to tech people and the technical people will then put music they'll put the tags on they'll put it on iHeartRadio, on itunes and on youtube and, and if you already have a podcast and you want to improve it, then I will coach you. I will listen and give you ideas. And, um, and so that's what I do. And I, I love doing this work. It's my passion to help people get their message out. That's why I wear the bumblebee, 
right? Because the bumblebee pollinates around there and pulls the pollen out of the out of the flower and goes poof. And that's what I do. That's fantastic. So if you want to reach Patricia Raskin in regards to podcasts, what's that? Uh, Produceapodcast.com. Produce or improvemypodcast.com or patriciaraskin.com, which has those websites embedded in there. Awesome. Check it out. And, oh, and I'm offering a complimentary 30-minute consultation. They should, should just tell me they've heard it on your show. All right. Great. So hit any of those websites up. You can actually find it all at patriciaraskin.com. Let her know you heard it here for a free 30-minute consultation on us, on Patricia. And uh, Patricia, wonderful content. Thank you very much for being here with us. You're welcome. Thank you for everything you taught me over the years as well. I've learned quite a bit from you. I learned a lot today from this. This was awesome. I love this. Thank you. Thank you so much. Awesome. Take care, Patricia. Don't be a stranger. And uh, awesome. And to our listeners, stay tuned. We have riblogger.com coming on next with the top five events happening here in Rhode Island. People are getting out and you're going to want to see what is happening in this lovely state. Stay tuned right here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. And I'm bringing the intro here in three, two, one. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm Emilio Desperado. This is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. And you heard that right. What is going on? Well, there's only one spot to get all of the latest and best events, farmers markets, business listings, restaurants, and all the places to go and how to go about doing it. And that's riblogger.com. So every week we have Jennifer Jaber on the call with us with riblogger.com. Jennifer, welcome back to the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. Thanks for having me. Always split. What would I do without you? Where would I go? What do we do? No, we'd be bored, right? We would be bored. Yeah. What's what's up? We got some so, some actual events. Yeah, I know it's exciting. There's all kinds of things on Fridays through October. You can join Experience Rhode Island tours on a tour of Rhode Island. It's mm. from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and it leaves um, from Providence. You'll get to see scenic lighthouses, estuaries. Um, you'll get to see mansions, beaches, the city, everything you kind of think when you think of Rhode Island. I, they put this little tidbit that it's 48 miles long and 37 miles wide, which I guess for some reason I didn't like know that exact number. So in one day, you, obviously you can tour all, all Rhode Island. So that's fun. It's Fridays. So it's going through October. So you have plenty of time. There's a rooster in the background. <laughs> I love it. You get from city to rooster in Rhode Island. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, July 13th and August 15th, if you want to get out, can you hear him? Sorry. Yeah, I love it. Um, if you want to get out and experience, actually, it's funny because I'm talking about birds right now anyway. So the Audubon uh, Society of Rhode Island is inviting people to join them on the July 13th and August 15th from 9.30 to 11.30. And um, you can watch them, the professionals band the birds. So they'll be bringing in all different kinds of songbirds and they'll, they'll ban them and then let's set them free to you know track their movements. So if you're looking to get outside and uh, bring the family along, it's limited registration just because of everything that's going on. So you want to register in advance for that. But again, there's two chances, July 13th and August 15th. Um, 
We like tacos and trivia, which who doesn't, right? Or at least tacos. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Thursdays at the Duke in Providence is, is um, tacos, three, three tacos for $7, $5 margaritas, and then trivia starts at 7.30. So you want to bring your brain and your appetite. Um, and that's every Thursday, you know, for the foreseeable future. So if you can't go this Thursday, you have time to do that. I know it's like he waited till I did this and he's just outside the window growing saying hello <laughs> uh, July 10th you can enjoy outdoor live music at the pump house in Wakefield it's right across the street from Sons of Liberty and so they've moved everything to the outdoors kind of parking lot green area starts at 4 p.m on um, oh, sorry 4 30 with headlong Steam Window at five, Matt Fraser and Rich Morrow at six, and Narrow River Band at seven. Um, social distancing is required. You can reserve a picnic table in advance and there'll also be food trucks. So again, that's Friday, July 10th. And they have more coming up after that too. That's just um, the most, you know, the next one. Awesome. And last but not least, this is one of my favorite events and I'm glad it's happening again this year. Um, July 12th is the Narragansett Fine Art and Craft Show. And it's right in front of the towers um, on the green gazebo area. There's over 30 artisans. It's from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, they'll be, you know, obviously following social distancing guidelines, but it's a great way to get back out and support those local artists that have, you know, not been able to be out and showing all their wonderful artwork. So it's 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. on uh, July 12th. Perfect. And uh, you can check it all out at riblogger.com. Jennifer, thanks for being here with us every week on the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show. Again, check it out, riblogger.com, and you can submit your events for free on there as well. Thanks again, Jen. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. You too. Thank you. All right, awesome. I would like to thank our producer, Jack, for putting this all together. Man, it is not easy working with us, and Jack does a fantastic job. So, you know, uh, Jack, we appreciate you. Bill George, our station manager, another guy that works hard behind the scenes all the time. Uh, the Despirito team, you can see some of the team working hard back here if you're looking at the video. And also um, Matt Bates, Movement Mortgage, Peter George, Public Speaking, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources, How to Make a Podcast, and most importantly, you, our listeners, for making this show. Uh, oh, and Jennifer J. with blogger.com And you, our listeners, for making this show uh, air every single week. Thank you so much. 401 217-2333. I'd love to help you out. 401-217-2333. Anything you need real estate or business-wise, happy to recommend you to uh, whoever can service you if it's not me for real estate. Thank you so much. Take care. God bless you. We'll see you next week here on News Radio 920, 1047 FM, and streaming on WHJJ.